This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Session 9, Fear is a Place. We demand more asbestos. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 41. 41. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And this time around, courtesy of uh, Troy to Troy. Troy to Troy. Our our little friend. Session number nine? Section fine. Session nine. Session nine. Session nine. We uh, start off going up to some kind of a place. It's a yeah. creepy asylum. Some big old spooky place. That's full of asbestos. More asbestos. And we got uh, CSI Miami and his... Uh, yep. What is it? Davidson Caruso? Yeah. Isn't that which one it as is? As primitive as can be. Yeah, yeah, that feels right. And uh, his buddy, some guy... Gray hair. Gray hair. And they're uh, going up there to bid a job... For the, for the county. To get rid of more asbestos. Watch some old Simpsons, you'll understand. The one where Bart runs for president. And, uh, they're up there. They're talking, learning about the history of this mental institution. Yeah. This is they're like... talking the, to that man. That one guy. <laughs> that they were talking to. A whole bunch of people that I've seen in things that I don't remember where exactly. Yep. Except for old, uh, CSI, NCIS. We know that guy. NCIS Puerto Rico. <laughs> so they're uh, learning about the place. You know, this is the this is where they used to do the water torture. Uh huh. Waterboarding. Check. Check. This is where they learned how to lobotomy of people. Lobotomize. Check. This is the solarium where we keep the souls. It looks like a bat, apparently, according to the guy from the county. Your soul? Yeah. Weird. I know. Is it delicious? It is not. Mine isn't. And there's a... It's bitter. The whole place is pretty creeped out. It's weird. Yeah, it's It's funny. It's like one of them ghost hunters places where they go on ghost hunters. And then our boys get the job from from the county. Landed the job. Had to have some kind of weird negotiation about how long the job was going to be. One week. Give us one week and we will... It's three weeks to two weeks to one week. Well, at first the guy said three weeks minimum. So it could have taken a thousand years. But old gray hair is like, nah, we get this done in a week. And we'll have this done in 48 hours. 24, 12, 6, 8, 45 30. minutes. It's already done. <laughs> Boom. It was done before I got here. <clears throat> and as they're leaving, old uh, gray hair hears some kind of voice. It kind of... Blanks out for a second. Yep. And old CSI Miami says something witty, and then there's like that noise like you hear on the internet memes, and then he goes back, and then, then gray hair is okay. What noise like you hear on the internet memes? I can't duplicate it. I mean, how how, how do you spell the noise? It's like, uh, it's from that song by uh, The Who, you know. Yep. Stairway to Heaven? Uh, Yes. I'm almost positive that's a song. Stairway to Heaven. Right. 
You have to emphasize that correctly, or it's a different song. I like the Rolling Stones. And then uh, we kind of get this scene where uh, old gray hairs in his his working van, and he's got some groceries, and he peanut butters and Oreo and flowers. That's what those people live off of. Animals. And he he heads in uh, to his home. And there's a cacophony. Cacophony? Yeah. What in the name of Christ is that? It's like a caterwauling. Oh, okay. Well, that clarifies nothing. Chris. And then there's a a series of shouts and violence noises. Yep. Kids screaming, dogs barking. Kids barking, dogs screaming. You don't see any of it, but it's pretty creepy. It's there. And then we're uh, we're back back at the institution. We meet the rest of Team Asbestos. Yep. Team War Asbestos. And they're uh, you know jerking around like you do. Turns yeah, out uh, that uh, I remember Hank's name from the movie because he was in it. Yep, yep. He's a jerk ass. Yep. He stole CSI Miami's girlfriend. Yep. And rubs it in his face. Yep. He's mean to the to the new kid, who's gray hair's nephew. Yeah, and and he's also mean to uh, the guy that was going to be a lawyer, but decided that his true calling was asbestos removal. The one that you thought was pretty? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't help it, I mean... He didn't even tell me, he just had this look in his eye like, that is a pretty man. He's handsome, what can I say? I didn't say handsome, I, I said pretty. I'm saying it, I'm on record. I'll kill you. Once I say it, there's no way I can make it go away. Eh... <sighs> And they're they're hanging out. They're de-asbestosing. There's a old old lawyer creeps out the kid with a story about uh oh yeah the story about the satanic baby raping cult yeah and they eat the fetuses yep. and not really it turns out as we all know there was no such thing as a million devil worshiping cults back in the eighties bogus maybe like seven and he goes off. Looking for asbestos, old lawyer man's, and he finds a bunch of old tapes, like real-to-real tapes, that have some sort of sessions on them. So he starts listening to them, and it's it's, uh, some girl who has the the multiple personalities. Yep, there's Princess and Simon and and Billy. Billy. So he starts listening to those... And they're pretty... And you would think by now that people in horror movies would learn when you find old, found any kind of anything, don't fucking play it because it's going to make everything die. Yeah. Jeez Louise. I will admit that the... I thought those were pretty creepy. I like the way they're recorded. It's all warbly. Evil Dead? What happened when you put in the tapes? Ghost monsters. Awesome happened. Sinister? When you put in the tapes? Yeah. Ghost monsters. That's why I only listen to CDs because they're generally not haunted. I only listen to what I hear in the, uh, the what you call it, sensory deprivation chamber. So that would be nothing. Oh, you rat fuck. I Get on with your Hollywood ass while I turn my ringer off. So then, old, uh, old lawyerman's starting to get intrigued by all this. And meanwhile, everybody just kind of seems to be getting more and more unpleasant towards one another. Yeah. 
some animosity amongst the group. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the obvious stuff like uh, CSI Miami's girlfriend got sold by Hank, and they're they don't like that kid on the count of he's a kid. Yeah, and everybody's just starting to get kind of mad at each other. And I don't know the whole the whole first chunk of this movie is pretty heavy in the build up department. Right. It's pretty slow. Build up an atmosphere. I mean, there's a lot of good. A lot of good, neat, weird stuff going on the whole time. So now, now everybody's kind of mad at each other. And now we got Lawyer Man who's gone to find solace in more tapes. Lawyer Man. And we got old Hank who found a silver dollar in the basement earlier. That's how you know Hank is a special character because we call him by his name in the movie. And he goes poking around, finds some more. Decides he's going to come back later that night. The balloons to... and ringlets. Yeah, get all the mad ducats. <laughs> so uh, Hank comes back, nighttime, nobody's around. He, um, unbeknownst to him, has found the like back of the crematorium. Yep, full and, of money. And it's all the silver dollars from when they used to put them on people's eyes, I think. I always assume that the backs of crematoriums were full of candy. Mm. It's mostly just ashes and little pieces of bones. And he's... He's down there, and he finds the mother load. He gets he gets all his uh, mad cheddar. It's back at the crematorium, Pater. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you do. And then he's accosted by an unknown assailant, and we don't really know what happens at this point. We just know nothing good. See you, Hank. So everybody shows up the next day. They're like, "Hey, where's Hank at?" And CSI Miami calls up uh, Hank's girlfriend, which what used to be his girlfriend, yeah, and says, oh, he went off to Miami to casino school, which is the thing, I guess. Yep. To learn how to casino, I suppose. <laughs> to learn how to casino better. I've always heard about I casino. I got my, my degree in casinoology. I've I always wanted to, to be a casino. $40 million, I learned how to play blackjack. And this makes everybody just a little more on edge than they already were with each other. Yeah. That it do. Uh, old man keeps flashing back to the scene with the van and the... Oh, roses? Something, something. Boiling water. Yeah, slap, slap. Yep. Woof, woof. Yep. Baby cry, baby cry. Um, Jeff is just still an idiot. A dumb kid. Yeah. Lawyerman is... Is totally engrossed in these yep. tapes. It's like that scraggly-haired fella off the uh, Evil Dead. And as the tapes keep going, they get they get creepier. There's more uh, voices, more of the personalities, I suppose. You might even say the tapes are session nine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're a series of sessions that culminate in nine spoilers. <laughs> Section five. And we're starting to get more of an idea about uh, something really bad happened to this girl on these tapes at Christmas time. It seems to kind of be consuming the lawyerman. We've now learned that uh, the kid is uh, scared of the dark. They gave it some fancy word. I don't recall. Darkophobia? Yeah. That's racist. Hey, if you think about it that way, geez, Chris, with your racist thoughts. And... I mean, they're getting some work done. 
but it seems like everybody's just kind of losing it. The team's falling apart. They're losing morale at an alarming rate. They go to have have lunch, and then there's a big uh, a big kerfuffle. Kerfuffle, I like that. Half made up words from the thirties. You're using a lot of those today. It's just what I'm in the mood for. I know. Everybody uh, takes off for the day. We come back. We're on day three, I think. Day three. And everybody's doing their asbestosing. Yeah. And old uh, the old kid there, as he's wandering off to go on asbestos a thing, <laughs> he sees Hank in the the stairwell. Yeah. And he's wearing sunglasses and just kind of muttering. Yep, like Hank likes to do. And so the kid runs to go find everybody. He's all like, "Man, I found Hank." He's all like walking around all crazy, and he was bleeding yeah, out. I, the I must have I must have spaced on the date when they said anything before that about Hank being in Miami. I missed that part. No, that totally happened. All right. And not gonna lie. And uh, CSI Miami is like, "Man, you stupid." Bastard kid, I done told you he went off to learn how to be a casino. Yeah, you're tripping, dog. We all heard it, he says. But the old the old man in charge of the asbestos company says, Man, you're the only one that heard it. Why don't you call her right now and make her say it again? Give me your phone. He's like, I won't give you the phone. And old man just loses his shit, starts screaming, Give me the fucking phone! Yep, he does. He hollers. So they decide... No hooting. Nope, just hollering. Mm-hmm. They decide the only logical thing to do at this point is to split up fucking Scooby-Doo style and go see if Jinkies. they can't find Hank. So we got Lawyerman and the old guy go off. Yeah. While uh, old man's looking around upstairs, Lawyerman offers to go down and check out the, the downstairs because he thought he heard a noise or something. Yeah. And... CSI Miami and the kid both go off. Everybody gets separated from their respective groups. Now everybody is just kind of like out there. I like the part how CSI Miami shitty to the kid. Yeah, he's he, he doesn't like him much. No. So the the kid's now down in this uh, tunnel-y thing under the place. And the lights start going off on him because he's got dark phobic tendencies. So he dark freaks phobic. out. Gets a mouthful of asbestos, comes running out to the van, freaking out. An unknown person assails him. You hear weird, like, screech noise, and then it goes black. And now we're down to three. And CSI Miami and the old man meet back up. And CSI Miami's like, man, you're losing, you're losing it, buddy. You need to, you, you need to bring it, bring it back in. You're, you need to relax. You're getting too worked up. Wake up, he says. You need to wake up. He says that about eight times. And he says, well, like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Because then I have to tell them about the other ones. Right. All kinds of weird. Yeah, you know. kind of weird. And so, old man, he's not taking any of this particularly well. As you wouldn't. And then, that's when we come to, to learn a thing. That 
Hank has an ice pick in his brain. Yeah. And it... He's still fighting the mediocre fight. He's, I mean, as hard of a fight as you can fight when you yep. got an ice pick wedged in your face. He knows Gordon's there. Gray hair, sorry. Oh, you ruined it. Chris is going to hit me. So, now everybody is kind of... Well, CSI Miami is there with Hank. Yes. And the old man. Yes. And CSI Miami runs off? Yes. To go look for the other ones. The lawyer and the youngin. Yeah. And in the meantime, the replacement for Hank they wanted to have has showed up. The other scraggly haired filler. He's in the movie for like 44 seconds. He pulls up in his Audi 5000 or whatever. He says, oh man, it's sweet. What a sweet gig. (laughs) And he's uh, shanked in his eye hole. Yep. By old old man. Hank's face was just keeping it warm. And now, CSI Miami shows back up on the scene. He's like, man, look, you've you've kind of lost it. You need to just realize that, you know, maybe you've kind of killed, like, every everybody at this point. <laughs> and then there's a, a little montage of the old man going around and killing everybody. Yep. Ice picking various people and eyeballs. It's pretty fun. Shows old uh, lawyer men slumped in the corner. He kills uh, kills the kid out by the van. It is made uh, very clear that he has killed his wife and his kid. Yeah. And now he's uh, dealing the final blow on uh, CSI Miami. Yeah. And now he's just up in some room where he's got all these weird pictures of his family attached to the wall and he's kind of crying talking on a phone with no guts yeah just a phone with a cord it's not attached to anything and he's all like begging for his wife's forgiveness yep and we kind of cut on out of the movie with a a section of the tape from the last session with uh simon who was one of the voices. Yeah, they didn't play much of Simon up until then. Well, they didn't tell you it was Simon. Yeah, because he, he turns he out... He was saying hello, Gordon, earlier he, in the film. He was the like the murder the murder person that lived inside that girl. And he said, well, he lives in like the weak and the broken or some shit. Weak and wounded. Yeah. Fucking get it right, Chris. And that's pretty much the end. Yep. Then you get Chris edits. Of session nine. Section five. So, what did you think? This is the first time you've seen this, right? Yep, and you'd seen it before. I've seen it several times. Yep. It was interesting. There's a lot of build-up, and you know me and my patience for build-up, but it was good. I like the CSI Portugal feller. The rest of the guys were good. Yeah, the soundtrack was real good. It was all score. It was all good, creepy, just weird, random shit. Yeah, like the weird, the weird kind of busted up piano noise yeah. they used all the time. Yeah, that's cool. Some pretty awkward music. I would dig the awkward music, especially for this movie being as with what year did this come out? Two thousand one. Yeah, for as being as recent as it is, it had a really, really good score. And uh, story's a little bit of a mind fuck. 
Yeah, I think it, I think it does. It's a, pretty fun. A pretty good job. Kind of. They, they kind of tell you in the beginning that something's not quite right with old boy. Yeah. Gordon. But I think it's part of the with all the build up though. It's the point is like, hey, all these guys are kind of fucked in their own delightful way. All right. But yeah, you can definitely tell that maybe CSM Miami's kind of over overbearing. Old old man is definitely had better days. Yeah. The kid is just an idiot. Yeah. The lawyerman is kind of a dick. And Hank yeah. is totally an ass about Hank's everything. Yeah. Hank's funny, though. The yeah. only reasonable one of the whole bunch was that security guy from the beginning of the movie. It kind of reminds me of the sixth sense, not in the story or the delivery, really, but in the way that after you see it the first time, if you watch it again, you'll pick up on a whole bunch of stuff that's right. in there. Yeah, I got you. That lets you know that, no, wait, you, it's totally, the whole time the movie's telling you that old man's lost his fucking mind. Right. But you and just I, don't really I get it. I keep going back and forth on theories for what actually happened in that movie. I think that, like, in the same day, he killed his wife and got the job and went crazy. And, did they actually show him in that who that hospital? Or it's a different hospital, right? They show him in the end? No, that's the, it's the same place. You. It's just some room way up in the top. I got you. Yeah, there's a couple... That's one of the things I like about this movie, too, is there's a couple of ways you could read it. Right. You could either blame it on ghost monsters. Or you could say he was Looney Tunes the entire time in that whole movie. Technically, if it would have just filmed that guy, would have been in his cell the whole time. Then I just would have got mad. Yeah, because the, the, the getting the job and the bidding and all that, that had to have actually happened. But I would say, give it a give it a try if you're into give a... Give it a watchy. It was good. If you're into a slower kind of burn, you don't mind. Hold now, because you knew me and my patience for movies. But me and Chris were talking too. He kind of this movie needed that extra twelve minutes to uh, wrap it all up there at the end. So I was kind of waiting on that. That would have been upsetting if there would have been if they didn't wrap it up the way they did. If they would have left too many holes. But it's like Chris says, you can just kind of choose your own adventure there at the end. Yeah, I like that they don't necessarily hold your hand. That it, there's a lot of room for interpretation. Not enough movies let you just kind of. Figure it out all by yourself. Right. I'm going to go Chris style on this one and give it a uh, asbestos out of more asbestos. I'm going to give it a nine out of session. Good night, everybody. What? Nah, we're just kidding. So, we don't we don't know what we're going to do next week. Gonna, no, we do. I just didn't tell you, dumbass. Oh, we do, I guess. Mystery random week. Next two weeks, me and Chris are going to pick a movie, and you guys don't get to know till it comes out. Oh, so take that. For meaner in hell. Society. That's the best way to keep your audience, to be shitty. Mm-hmm. I learned it from watching you. You all right. I yes. learned it from watching you. With the box. So, yeah. But that doesn't mean not to request a thing. No, don't request it. Just means no, wait, we're not no, going to listen. Wait, no, do don't request it. Request all you want. We're just not going to pay attention yes. for a couple weeks. Listen to that guy. Yeah. He's got the slightly better plane than me. Thinks he's all big with his words. So let's say you have a request you want us to ignore for a couple weeks. What should you do? 
Panic. Mm, fair. Arson. Mm-hmm. Also, in these holiday times, who doesn't think of that? Or you can find us on the Facebooks, because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. Or you can send us a direct email. Where you at, Plovdiv? To uh, slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> and we're on the iTunes. And you can just type in slaughterhouseprincess.com. Yeah, or just spray paint it on the side of the building. Spray paint it on the side of the dog. Oh, gross. Mm-hmm. Only a lot. So, yeah, next week, tune into uh whatever, Mystery movie. Whatever we feel like doing. Yep. We don't even know. We don't even know. We really don't. That's why we didn't tell you. I just kind of made that mystery shit up. I want an excuse to call Chris a dumbass, too, so. Whatever. Chris is a dumbass. 